Now, the question really is, Joe, for the 49ers next season, yeah. do you go with Brock or do you go with Trey Lance? Oof. So not only like is Brock pretty breathing down your neck because he obviously wants to start. He th- no doubt believes he can be a starter. Oh, yeah. Because the record that he has. Yeah. Um, he seems like a really confident guy. Oh, yeah. And then let him have a bad game and the fans are going to go oh, crazy. Oh, yeah. You know it. Oh, and yeah. I, the fans are going to turn on, we want Brock. Yeah. We want Brock. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, can you can you handle that? You, uh, do you watch those Caleb Presley interviews? You see the the white guy with the long hair? Yeah. I, I've seen a couple on TikTok. His interviews are hella funny. They're super funny, yes, yeah. He definitely knows how to, like, keep you on your toes. Because sure. there's no way I could be in there and keep serious. Because, like, I've seen the one where he, like, he was asking, I think, uh, Najee. He was like, oh, so Bama was paying you, right? And, like, I don't know how he – but he just kept, like, trying to get him to say yes, which is the way he was asking the questions. Yeah, so he's, yeah, he's like, so, so you're getting paid. <laughs> I like his counterpart partner, too. He's eating ice cream or eating, doing something <laughs> stupid all the time. Yeah, there was, there was one where he – I think it was Aaron Rodgers, and he was like, can we do, a, a, like, a segment sponsored by Mamitas? And he was like, sure. And he was like, just say, I love Mamitas. <laughs> <laughs> Did he do it? No, he was like, I can't say that. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh man. What a what a week. What a week. What a week. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. Welcome to the Am I Wrong Podcast. I am Griffin. This is Joe. We just finished up with the conference championships. The Chiefs are going to see the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Wow. And this episode will maybe one day be sponsored by Bud Light, but not today. (laughs) I like how you did that. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. uh, Today was a great, crazy, crazy, crazy day. Uh, Two... Big games with the Chiefs and the Bengals and the Eagles and the 49ers. I mean, what was the most impressive game to you? Which one do you want to start? Where mm. where, where would you like to start? I guess we'll just go in order. Okay. Chief, or the uh, 49ers and Eagles game was the first game that happened today. Yep. Uh, well, Brock Purdy went out pretty early. Yes. He got hit by Hassan Reddick, fumbled the ball, hurt his elbow. Mm-hmm. Went out. Johnson came in. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. Reddick came in, hit him, hurt him. Concussion. And, um, I mean, Johnson wasn't going to win. I don't think Purdy, even if he was healthy playing the whole game, I don't think he would have won it no. either. No. Um, Christian McCaffrey actually played pretty well. Uh, yeah. he. I would say he put the team on his back as much as he could. Yeah. But, uh, you know. Not nearly enough. Well, I mean, that's all he could do, man, against that defense, right? That, yeah. I mean, what a yeah, what defense a game. Defense played great. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think we it, pro- it, pro- it proved exactly what we spoke about the last couple of weeks. We said that the 49ers, especially Brock, he would get in a position where he would have to, you know, show off, pop off, whatever it had to be, and it didn't happen. And I think that that, that was also just a message also to anybody else who's going to be a quarterback for that for that team, whether that was going to be Trey, whether that was going to be Jimmy, whether that was going to be Tyler Johnson, whoever that was, or, or, or Brock Purdy. They were going to get in a position where it just they had to be playmaker, playmakers, and they just couldn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, just a couple highlights throughout the game. That one-handed grab by Devontae Smith. That nice. Was, that oh, was yeah. a, a catch, not technically a catch. Either mm. way, it was a great effort to even one hand pull it in. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That I was, was dog. I was on. Uh, I was like, no way. But um, the first replay I saw, I was like, that might have slipped out. Mm. And then I saw him hurrying to the line, and I was like, okay, I think he actually did my maybe drop. Yeah. It. Um, yeah. But they got the playoff, so it counted. Good for them. I mean. As a 49ers fan, I'm sure they were livid, but if you look at the final score, uh doesn't 
really change things, even if you take off their seven points. No, no, not at all. Does, I mean, but does it mean a lot to the Eagles being able to put up 31 points against uh, probably the best defense in the league? How does that give you more confidence going out against the Chiefs? Or does that mean, does that mean, does that put any more, you know, does that put more more strength or does that do anything else to your, to your team right now with what they're already doing? Well, I think uh, <coughs> it is kind of encouraging just because they didn't have. Like Smith didn't have a like an explosive game, and definitely yeah. AJ Brown didn't either. He didn't yeah. didn't get a ton of opportunities, um, and they still were able to put up thirty one on the Forty ers defense. Yeah, that's so, yeah, um, yeah. But with the Forty ers defense, though, they actually were giving up a lot of uncharacteristic things, a lot of penalties, a lot of um, mm-hmm. like the push out of bounds. Um, yeah, I think there was two of those. Uh, the he was when he was punching the ball after the whistle. Um, uh, Dre Greenlaw, I think it yeah. was. Mm-hmm. He just kept punching the ball. Whist- whistles blown, but he just kept punching the ball. Mm. And they're like, "Dude, relax." Right. Dude, had to throw a flag on him. Yeah. Um, there's just a bunch of like kind of out of character things that the 49er defense was doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe they felt like they had to shoulder more of the load, so they were just the pressure was kind of getting to them. You're right. Yeah. They stayed the, for the first what quarter, maybe two quarters. They were playing really, really, really good. What you would expect of the 49ers defense, mm-hmm. but then it started kind of getting out of hand, and they were, jeez, not playing up to their standard really. So, yeah, um, yeah, but no, props to the Eagles. They, oh yeah, yeah, they looked, they looked like a Super Bowl team. Like I've been saying for a little while now, it's in the NFC. There, it was their, uh, you know, their NFC championship. To to lose, they have really a clear path right. to the Super Bowl, and they and they pulled it off. So, oh yeah, good on them. I think it mostly is on the back of Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. who is just an ultimate leader. Yeah, just look. Uh, look we should probably pull the tapes, but uh, I've been you know kind of saying this since he was drafted, since uh, coming out of coming out of college. I was like, this dude is legit. It's true. Yeah, he, he's he's a star, and now we're now we're seeing it. Full so force. yeah, he's Super he's just Bowl. so composed. Composed, what no matter his, what the situation is, calm, collective, and just... Is it his third year? I believe so, yeah. I think first year he was sitting, right? Yeah. Um, second year, he went to the playoffs, got beat by Tom Brady last year. I believe so. And then this is the year he's in the Super Bowl, so... Yeah. Getting yeah. better every year. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, as, as you as you pointed out, the... The 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 49ers defense did really have to. I think they they probably did go into that game thinking, yeah, we have to do more than we should. What we usually do to win this game, which is understandable. But yeah, uh, as you pointed out, the the 49ers just in general didn't help themselves out. They had no players, no matter it was passing, rushing, receiving. Nobody had over 100 yards uh, at all. Now the question really is, Joe, for the 49ers next season, yeah. do you go with Brock or do you go with Trey Lance? Oof. Or maybe if maybe you don't go with any of them, maybe maybe you trade for a trade up in the draft and get a CJ Stroud. We just say it was. Oh, I don't. Do they even have a first round pick? Well, they they could trade Brock or they could trade Trey Lance and get a pick. Anybody sure. gonna give them a first round pick for none of them dudes? Yeah, I'm sure they would. I would give up a first for a Trey Lance. I wouldn't. I would. Like, like I, I, I ain't like got I said, enough tape. Like I said in a previous <clears throat> podcast, I think Trey Lance is going to be a, a quarterback of the future. I got to see to believe it. I don't believe it right now. I, 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 I've seen enough. No way. I've seen it. What have you seen? Joe, I don't, I'm going to have to pull up some tapes, <laughs> but, but, uh, no, but I've, seen, can, I've seen it. Going back to your question, do you... Cancel out the fact that Jimmy might be coming back, or do you say? Well, I don't think Jimmy is. News? I don't think Jimmy's much of a factor in the starting job for next season, seeing okay. as they already benched him. Yeah, I don't think they're going to go back to you know starting him. So I think really it's just dis- the discussion of do we go with Brock or do we go with Trey Lance? I think they're going to. S- I think they're going to go Trey Lance. Um, and try and keep Brock as a backup, completely get rid of Jimmy. Mm. Um, I don't think his, I think his contract's probably up. Yeah, I mean, so uh, yeah, they just don't even bother. They just let him go wherever he wants. Um, but yeah, I think they're gonna start Trey and have Purdy as a backup. But that might get a little bit. That's exactly what I was gonna go with. That I was gonna say the smart thing to do would be the 49ers to keep both Brock and 
Trey, but start Trey. But can Trey handle the the the? Yeah, now you got somebody breathing down your neck. Yes, yeah, who's been in your shoes and led to you and had a winning record with your team. Yeah, it's what seven and one, something like that. So like, so now you got competition. Can he handle that? We don't know. I don't think he even. I, I personally don't think he handled it fairly. I don't think he handled it well with when Jimmy was there and uh, he was kind of, I guess, his backup kind of competition, you could say. And so not only like is Brock pretty breathing on the back, down your neck because he obviously wants to start. He th- no doubt believes he can be a starter. Oh yeah. Because he the the record that he has, yeah, um, he seems like a really confident guy. Oh yeah, so you'll have him kind of breathing down Trey Lance's neck, and then let him have a bad game, and the fans are going to go oh, crazy. Oh yeah, you know it. Oh and yeah, I, the fans are going to turn on. We want Brock. Yeah, we want Brock. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's like, can you can you handle that? We will see. I think I, I don't. That's why I say I haven't. I've never seen. I haven't seen enough tape, n- neither in college or in. And this, in, is, a, this is a complete, in NFL. This yeah, this is a completely you, different scenario. You're if, right. If if Brock had never played, then it's something different. Like he's the last pick of the draft. Nobody even cares. Like nobody's gonna chant "We want Brock" if they've never seen him play. So now that they've seen him play and he's won games, I think he's gonna be that guy that. They want back in. Yeah. It's one loss, and it's like, we want Brock Purdy. And so they're going to just be, just, you know, yeah, taking a crap on Trey Lance's name. Yep. And uh, it's it's whether he can handle that or, or he can't. And uh, I think that's actually a pretty bad position to be in. That is. And put it, on my, my, put it on my head coach hat right here. Kyle Shanahan, you know that the, 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 the decision that you make halfway through 2024 – Season, if Trey Lance is to suck, and you put in Brock, is gonna like is, is like that might define your career pretty much because you cannot go back and forth with these guys. You see, you're gonna start one guy, or you're gonna switch out, switch over and start the other guy. But remember, Trey Lance, you guys moved up, you guys gave up picks, you guys did so much to get this guy whatever number they got him. And, and Joe, I always tell you the because you were in the same boat. I always tell you this famous saying. If you got two quarterbacks, you got no quarterbacks. Yep, yep, and that's what I'm saying. So you you're gonna have to you you're gonna have to ride through the the the, the lows and the highs with the guy that you decide to go yeah, with. Because halfway through the season, when your when your fans are going, we bring in the other dude. What are you gonna do? You literally have to stick with a guy and stick with that guy. Yes, and then at the end of the season, then you decide. But yeah, like you can't literally halfway through the games if he's. Uh, four and four. Yeah, you can't put Brock in. You have to ride out Trey Lance for the season if he's healthy. Like I think switching midseason is the worst you can do for the players. Yeah, and for the fans for for everybody. I think it's the worst thing you could do is to switch midseason. Um, because yeah. truly, I don't think Brock is going to be that guy. I don't think no. I don't think Brock Purdy is actually. I mean, yeah, he he went on a great run. Oh yeah. Um, but I think if you give him the keys to your your franchise, you're gonna regret it. So, mm. Um, mm. Trey Lance is the guy that has the potential to be, um, just a game changing kind of player. Yeah, Brock Purdy, I think has the potential to be a really good backup. Yeah, yeah. This is a very enticing scenario because you you can sit there and be like, you know what, it might be best off just for even Trey Lance's own growth to. Move away from Brock. Like if if it means this this offseason trading Brock, you know that would Trey Lance is a clear path, knowing that he is he is the only yeah, quarterback. It's, it's going to be a lot like literally a lot easier just knowing. All right, I'm the guy. Right. You know, there's nobody that's just going to be on my ass this whole way. But then like, as I'm, a, the, I'm the guy, and it's just like like he's been like you said like if you trade him, then it's like okay, you know, time to relax. Yeah. We're good. I'm gonna just go out there do my thing. You play a bad game, it's like okay, I'm gonna get him the next game. Right. But it's like if he's there, and it's like okay, you play a bad game. It's like, are they gonna start him next game? Like, oh, it's like, and then you got true. all these extra things going through your head that doesn't need to be there. That's true. Yeah. But also as a coach, you're putting in all your chips and everything you have into this one quarterback compared think, to having two with a. I think that's what you need to do. Yeah. You need to evaluate and be a good coach. And figure out who your guy is, and put all your chips in that basket. So, 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 what you're saying is, if you're Kyle, you're gonna be, you're gonna have one of the two guys. You can't have both, right? So, you're gonna either have one of the two guys there. Me personally, I would want one of those guys there. Yeah. The other one's gonna have. I would want him to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. But at the same time, it's like it's, that's not really realistic <clears throat> because Brock is a rookie. 
That is true. Um, mm. So it's like you kind of mm. you kind of have feel obligated to keep them. Plus, you have a backup plan. But I think backup plans can be dangerous. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 I think when it comes to quarterback, you shouldn't have a backup plan. Mm. <sighs> That's. I think we got to rephrase that. I think Brock, I like that, but I I. I mm. I think Brock Purdy is kind of like the ceiling would be like, uh, uh, who's that one dude? Uh, Taylor Heineke. I think that's like, wow. I think that's like a Brock Purdy ceiling. He's like a Taylor Heineke. That's like he's he's good and he can he can win some games. He's got some fight to him, but he's not like your franchise quarterback. And I feel like the ceiling for Trey Lance is like. Top tier elite quarterback. So, like, who? Who are we thinking? On like, so you'll have in the AFC you have Mahomes, um, Allen, and Burrow. I yeah. think the NFC will be Jalen Hurts, Trey Lance, and maybe if uh, Lamar Jackson comes over. <clears throat> like mm. tier one quarterback. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jordan Love will get in there. Who knows? We'll Maybe, yeah, he did on that. That's a far stretch, but yeah, right. he got there on Madden. So yeah, yeah, that that's that's bad. But um, well, it's realistic sometimes. I I love your quote though. I, I love a good backup plan can't be dangerous. That's 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 tough right there. Oh, should I should I like that should is I start, tough. Should I start saying that? Yeah, like, that's tough. Write it down. Yes, that is super tough. But yeah, I understand. I think. So yeah, so so it looks like the 49ers are going to have both quarterbacks there. Yeah, I think they will. Yeah, it's going to be kind of tough to get like to justify getting rid of one of them. Yeah, well, you can't get rid of Trey Lance. You just you're yeah, not gonna, you're not going to get rid of him. So it's going to be tough to justify getting rid of Brock Purdy. Yeah, but uh, me personally, I think I would I would do it. Yeah, and if you really think about it, is his trade value ever going to be higher than it is right, right now? now? Probably, Probably not. not. Yeah, yeah. This is this now and never. Rook, so I guess rookies or if you're still in your first year contract, you can still be traded, right? Yeah. Okay. It's it's just if you're on your rookie contract, I believe if you get cut, you're still gonna have to pay them. Okay. Interesting. Gotcha. Well, going back to the highlights of that Eagles and Forty Niners game, I did see uh, something that I would like to discuss with you. I saw Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance kind of smiling and chuckling in the fourth quarter as their team was being smacked. <laughs> I saw uh, that. <laughs> what do we What do we think about that? I mean, <laughs> um, I, I can't say. You know, I'm not sure what the conversation was. I'm not going to speculate on it, but it was just like, okay. I mean, your team's getting their, you know, their 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 butt given to right here, and you guys are just laughing and smiling. I, whether it was, uh, you know, it's it's a negative look on you guys only because, you know, your team's already, you know, being being smacked, and also, you know, Brock. I guess I don't know. Like, what do you what do you think I don't about know. that? I think. Um, Am I kind of taking this out of proportion? I think you're taking it a little too far, just okay. because. Uh, okay. They didn't suit up for the game. It's like they could have been talking about anything. It's not. They don't have to be locked in. Um, they're not doing anything. They're not suited up. It's just there's just two guys on the on the sideline that I mean, it's not like it was a close game, a nail biter. They True. they knew it was over for a while. True. Um, I think it wasn't that. Uh, okay. I don't think it was that that serious, but I did see that actually. And yeah. I was like, I don't think anything's gonna be too funny, but but at the same after giving it some thought, I'm like, well. Yeah, they probably knew it was over for a while. Mm-hmm. They're not suited up. They don't have to, you know. Yeah. They didn't study this whole week and, um, you know, game plan. Every, well, they probably did, but, you know, not to the same extent you would as right. if you were playing. So Right. Which makes sense. Yeah, I understand that. And they probably went through their grieving of, you know, losing the season already. So nothing can really hurt them about the season now, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Understood. Okay. Maybe they're like, hey, let's go home and have a beer or whatever. And they're like, yeah, sure. Let's yeah. <laughs> Oh, they, oh well, I don't know if they're hanging out. Jimmy's kind of old. Trey Lance is pretty young. You know, you know, you could be friends still. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Cool. All right, let's push it over then. Anything else about this about this game you want to touch on? Uh, it's going to be hard to beat the Eagles. Really, yes. really hard. Oh my god! And I am still deciding whether I'm going to choose the Eagles or the Chiefs in the in the Super Bowl. 
I'll decide by the end, and we'll we'll see if we if we get a bet. So so, so we're gonna have a, a final decision by you at the end of this at podcast. The end of the podcast, I'll decide who I'll, I'll I'll choose to win. Ladies and gentlemen, please stay stay tuned about this. But we're gonna push it. We're gonna keep it pushing here. The Chiefs and the Bengals. What a game! What a game! Yes. I man, I thought. <clears throat> The, uh, what a game Because I thought the Bengals had this I truly did I thought, you know, Patrick was going to be out We talked about how long these high high ankle sprains usually last And what yeah. the pain is kind of like And, you know, how much mo- mobility and whatnot yep. But, you know, it, it's Patrick Mahomes that he was You know, the Bengals were playing against And, you know, uh, a great quote was said right after the game by Kelsey This is not Burrow <laughs> What is it? Uh, Arrow, Burrowhead uh, Burrowhead This is uh, <laughs> this is Patrick's house or whatever Mahomes he said house. Mahomes' house So, uh uh, yeah, what you th- what you think about the game? Okay, so oh man, so I thought that I mean it was a great game. There was some great plays. T Higgins mossing. Oh yeah, mossing that dude, and then uh, man, I don't remember his name. Number six on the Chiefs. Oh, Cook something. Yeah, he tipped the ball up for mm-hmm. uh, the other guy. I don't yeah. remember his name either. They to pick the ball. Um, that was a great play, great mm-hmm. defensive play. Um, and like we've been saying this whole. Uh, playoff stretch. The the Chiefs aren't a great defense, but they know when to play, and especially Chris Jones. Mm-hmm. Dude is dude is a monster. He is actually one of my favorite defensive players. Super underrated. Yeah, for sure. Got I mean, him. he yeah. he he's he's a game wrecker. He is a, he's a monster for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I said, one of my favorite defensive players. So, um, I, I really like him because, and I, I really like just how the defense plays. When you said it, like they're super situ- uh, situational. Um, um, they're really good at situational uh, yeah, uh like scenarios. When they're say. needed, they come up. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're they're like uh, the definition of like bend don't break. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, they bend a lot, but they don't break very no. often. So, yeah. And is- like when they need a play, they make a play. Mm-hmm. Like in Chris Jones, yeah. Uh, Tony Romo was saying it was like. Uh, on one of the plays, it was uh, I think third and long, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Do you blitz?" And then he's like, "No, you don't blitz. Just let Chris Jones do his thing." And then he and then he sacked him. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, there you go." That's, so that's exactly that's exactly right. And it's so smart because the defensive coordinator. What I kept hearing from Tony Romo was the same thing too. It was like they move Chris Jones around mm-hmm. all throughout that old line until they find that weak link, whether it's guard, tackle, whatever it is, and then they make sure that he can go one on one with that guy so he can get to Barrow. And it's so I was like. That is so smart, and I've heard that previous in previous uh, in previous games as well for the Chiefs, where they just keep moving him around and they keep getting him like into one on one positions where he can beat them. You know, yeah, I was like, wow, when he, when he was one on one on that right tackle, easy, and he just it was just so effortless. But easy, you could, bro, it was so effortless and so powerful, and it was just man, that was yeah. It's it's just it's beautiful to watch. Yeah, yeah. And that that was gonna be my thing too. If the Bengals had made it to the play, to the Super Bowl, I didn't think they would have beat the Eagles just because oh, that no, no, that no. that D line is just op- like overpowered. The, the Chiefs are the you know of those two, I think the only ones with a chance, just because Mahomes literally he's just a magic man. Yeah, and yeah. And, and Kelsey, you can't. He's not guardable. Like yeah. even with that defense, you can't guard him. No. Yeah. Um, the only thing is like they don't have like a true number one wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have Scanling, who's good at, at times, inconsistent though. Mm-hmm. Um, Juju was he hurt? Yeah. So the, the so Juju got hurt. Hardman got hurt. Uh, uh, Kadarius Tony got hurt too yeah. on and like even, the first quarter or something. Even like with that. all those guys, though, they're all kind of complimentary guys. Yeah. So like the number one really is Travis Kelsey, but um, I think. If they had a true one receiver, mm-hmm. like if they had a Jamar Chase, if they mm-hmm. had a Devontae Adams, if they have if Tyreek Hill, if they had some like number one receiver, I think they have a lot better chance. But really, it's like, what's the game plan? Get on Travis Kelsey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and even that, it's like he's still going to get his catches and everything. But yeah. I feel like they don't really have anybody else to, to break the game open. That's true. But the, the smart thing about the, the Chiefs is the fact that they can like – they're, they're super, they're smart, like, their offense is so is, is smart in the sense of, like, they, they, they know what, like, Kadir Stoney is, is is a better, probably, uh, a mid-short route runner than maybe uh, Scanlon is. So they, they, they know how to use their players yeah, to, they, the, to their I mean, abilities. they spread the ball for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. You, they'll, they be throwing it to people that I've never heard of. Yeah, yeah, so w- which is which is what I think 
Makes them a little different, which is why maybe they've had so much success without having no number one wide receiver. But also, you have really, really great corners at the Eagles. So it's like, I don't know how they're going to do it or what's going to end up happening, really. But, um, yeah, and one thing I did want to mention was there was a play where Jamar Chase caught, uh, I think it was a deep pass by Burrow, uh, and it was a double team, and he caught it. Um, and I think Cook was involved too. And they tried to run the same play, and you just described what happened where Cook tapped the ball in the air, and it was the same literally post that uh, Jamar Chase had ran, but instead they used, uh, what's his name? T. Higgins. Yeah, and they ran the same play. It was double teamed just as Jamar did, and this time it was tapped. Just shows you how much the defense is able to kind of adjust and be able to make uh, <coughs> uh, shifts just during, during the game. So I was like, yeah, you're right. Their defense is a lot better than we expected, and we, we, we give it, uh, um, what is it? We give it props for, you could say. So yeah. I and can't wait. Also keep in mind, uh, T. Higgins was a guy that I really liked in the draft mm-hmm. and won a Green Bay to draft, and we could have, and we didn't. So just keep it, keep that in mind as well. Wow, um, <laughs> another one bite the dust. <laughs> uh, I am. I, I, I'd like to say I'm a pretty good uh, talent scout, especially at the receiver position. Okay. So, um, so yeah, you just watch out. And Jackson Smith, Jackson Smith, and Jigba's one of those guys. Okay. But anyways, um, what was I gonna say here? Um, Isaiah Pacheco, yeah, he's nice. Is he? I like him. I I, I haven't seen enough. Not gonna lie, I did trade for him on Madden too. Did you? I did. So he's like, then I traded AJ Dillon and guys. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? But, <laughs> but so now no, you have two elusive running backs. Yeah, but I mean, they both—they're both kind of like kind of similar to where they're elusive, but they also got some power. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, he's he's nice. I don't even know where he came from, quite honestly. You I, don't, know? I, I don't know the college. I mean, I know he's a rookie, but I don't know what college he came yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, it can be. It's not no big team. It wasn't no big, uh, no big, no big, uh, big school. But that's crazy. Uh, the Bengals did lose the game to themselves. They had two. If you were to compare things a little bit from the Bengals and Chiefs, the Bengals had two picks or threw two picks to zero picks from the Chiefs. They allowed five sacks. Chiefs allowed three sacks, and the Bengals had nine penalties to the Chiefs' four. So um, I can't say that we can just pinpoint one thing from the Bengals. Or I guess you can. You, I guess you you can't blame the 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 loss. Um, you, you, I guess you can put the blame on what's his name, the D tackle, wherever guy who pushed Patrick Mahomes Osai, out of bounds. I think Osai. Yeah, I guess you could do that. You could put it on him, but also, I mean, the team just overall played not too, not too, not too good, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it is what it is. Um, <sighs> yeah, it was a uh, it was a great game, and yeah. then. Uh, I just it's going to be exciting in these years to come to see oh, yeah. those three kind of powerhouses just go at it every year. Oh my god! I mean, if you think about it, it's it's going to be one Bengals, Bills, and Chiefs, pretty much. Yeah. Depending on where Lamar Jackson goes, it's going to be those three teams. Yeah. Every year. Yeah. That are going to be in the mix. I mean, one of those three teams is going to be in the Super Bowl every year. Yeah. You ready for that? Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys are. Steelers and the NFC, so you better get to get to going. Cause yeah, I ain't worried about Burrow. We we know the recipe. We like the Vikings, if you know what I mean. Uh huh. To the Packers, so it, uh-huh. it ain't it ain't nothing. To, it's well, not uh, nothing to Joe, us. I don't I don't know if you remember, but we beat the brakes off the Vikings last time we played them. Beat the brakes off them. It oh yeah, like, you did. You like did. Forty one seventeen, and that My seventeen fault. was garbage time. My fault. I meant the Lions. Okay. We like the Lions to the to, okay. to the Packers. That's what that's what we okay. are. Right yeah, here. they beat us twice. But yep, yep. That's that, that's what we are. We, we kind of know the recipe. But, we're but not, not too worried. They're not winning next year. I, I I bet you that. All right. You guys ain't winning either. We're going two and zero against the Lions. I put money actually that the Lions will have a better record than you guys next year. Oh, Joe. Right. That's actually that's I, I'm actually board. confident that's in that. That's gonna be on the board for a while. Man. I am actually we can confident. Ride it on there. What are we betting? Whatever you want, Griffin. Joe, that's not happening. That's easy, bro. Actually, I'll happening. bet. I'll bet that you. I'll. You have to. <laughs> the bet would be if you lose, you have to buy a Lions jersey and wear it often. Okay. If well, I lose, I'll buy a. I guess the Packers. You'll jersey. buy me a Packers. Jersey. I'll buy you Packers jersey. All right, bet. Bet <laughs> easy money. Seriously, because uh, I I, th- I think 
the Lions have definitely got something brewing over there. So we shall see. And actually, rumors are going. If you st- rumors are going that the Packers are preferring to move mm-hmm. away and uh, no, move away from Aaron oh Rodgers. God, what is so. going on with I the Packers? I hope so. Please, are the cheeseheads clearing up the cobs, the cobwebs in there? What's Please going on? Please trade Aaron Rodgers. How do you feel Please about that? What's going Aaron on, Rodgers? I heard, well, actually, and in conjunction, conjunction, conjunction with that, uh, the Jets did sign Nathaniel Hackett. Yes, they sure did. Yep. Is that a, a sense of, uh, hey, hey, Aaron, how you doing? Yes, I hope so. Get him out of here. Get him to New York. Get him to New York. Okay. Give us some picks. Okay. Get Aaron out of Green Bay. I don't want to see his face <laughs> in green and yellow anymore. Get him in green and white. We'll see. We Joe shall Namath, see. Joe Namath said, "Hey man, you come over here. You could take number twelve. He did. Oh yeah, yeah. He said we retire that boy. Yes, just for yes, you. Yes, please, please get him out of. Gosh. I don't care where he goes. And in in uh, um, I, I keep bringing up Madden, but in Madden, <laughs> I traded Aaron Rodgers for two firsts and a second to Chicago. He's not doing. He ain't going for that. No, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, I'm I know. just saying. I traded him to Chicago. I don't care where he goes as long as he's not in Green Bay anymore. Ah, uh, we'll see. It we'll is see. time for the love train. We shall, we shall see. The love boat. The love plane. Man, I got, I got. Oh man, I wish, I wish I knew Aaron Rodgers. I'm gonna call him up and say, "Hey, how are you feeling? Are, do you still want to play? Are you, are you kicking up on, on, you know, at the beach somewhere and not giving a crap about football no more? What are you doing right now? Because does he want a fresh new start? Do you think he wants to do that? Does he want to go through those gro- those growing pains? I and hope so. Starting fresh, or does he just want to like, I'm done? I hope he comes out and he says, "I feel great. I'm gonna go win a Super Bowl." Actually, he. He well, did he, come out. He, he did. He did say something similar to that, <laughs> to where he was like, "Yeah, I feel like I could win some more MVPs." Yeah, Gronk said, "I don't think I don't know if that's your mentality but, or what you <laughs> should say." But if you if you do watch the full clip, he does say like you know talk about winning a Super Bowl. Also. Oh, does he? He does. So okay. Um, yeah, that was just a clip that got cut. But um, but yeah, I hope. Uh, I really honestly hope that we move on from Aaron Rodgers. We trade him. We get some. Uh, fair compensation for him. What's fair? Well, at least a first and two more picks. What? What? It could be like a first. For that 42-year-old man. First, second, and fourth. I mean, I think even a first, second, and fourth. How old is he? 39, I think. Oh, my gosh. But he's still slow. Joe, he just came fresh off of two MVPs. He did. It's not like he's no bum. That's true, but, man, that's... I saw I saw a quote that said, uh, "If Aaron Rodgers goes to New York, they think he could turn Garrett Wilson into Devontae Adams." I know I saw that. That's I I mm, I don't know if I believe that, but I, I could see Garrett Wilson was the best receiver out of his draft. Chris wasn't doing. Chris didn't do all that. Chris Olave. No, he 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 did, but he uh, Garrett Wilson was ranked higher than Olave. Oh, was he? They're on the same team, but yeah, he was ranked higher than Olave. Who had a better season this year, though? I thought Chris went off. Well, he might have, but he has Zach Wilson, who had two yards in one half. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Good point. Um, obviously, the mentality is going to be F them picks if you go with Aaron, Aaron oh, Rodgers. Sure. Yeah, so sure. give us every pick you can possibly give us. Yeah. And I'll take every single one. I'll give. I'll, if I'm the Jesse, I'll give up a first round. Heck mean, yeah, you one, would. One first? For, the Jet, if I'm the, mm, for Aaron Rodgers? Mm-hmm. Well, listen. For the Jets, if it, it, in their mind, it's like we're a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender, right? Almost, yes, yeah. I'm as a Jets fan and as a Jets like coach or whatever. Okay. I'm sure that's what that does. That's the thought. They have the yes. defense. They have the offensive pieces. True. Are they missing a quarterback? That's true. They have Brees Hall as a running back, really good, solid. They have receivers. They have uh, I I don't know about their O line. They might want to. I mean, I really don't know about their O line. Yeah, I, th- um, I think it's 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 okay, but it could it could be better, and that's not that's that's fairly easy. And they have the they have the defense. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, a a quarterback, an elite quarterback that True. puts you in the mix. And in their uh, division, they've got the Patriots, who aren't great. Yeah. Um. Um. Then who is it? The Bills. Wait, Jets. Is Bills? it Jets, Bills, Dolphins, Dolphins, Patriots? Yeah. So the Bills are obviously 
Oh, okay. You're on to something. Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, the, the Dolphins are pretty questionable because Tua, Lord knows what what's going on with him next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Patriots are questionable as well because, well, they brought in Bill O'Brien as offensive coordinator. Cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, we still don't know what's going on with mm-hmm. the, with the Patriots. The Bills are going to win a lot of games. Yes. So, and you, you competition in terms of quarterback to quarterback would be yeah having Aaron Rodgers there. So yeah, you'd want to give up a lot of picks for him, and you would. Your mentality, and I, I would see why their mentality is, hey, we're only quarterback away. Mm-hmm. I can see that. So hopefully they give us a friendly compensation. Mm. I mean, if, if we could get a first and a second in this year's draft. Who, who, what's, what position do they have, actually? Or what spot do they have? Draft pick, I should say. Uh, probably um, upper. Yeah, it's probably upper, um, like middle. So, yeah, probably around like 10 to 14 area. But um, but yeah, so that would help greatly in us re re upping our our talent. Mm-hmm. Not even re upping because we have a, a ton of it. But uh, just getting Jordan Love some help, uh, aka Jackson Smith and Jigba, maybe uh, another defender, defensive guy. Yeah, I think we're sitting pretty. I think we're. I like where I like where we're headed. So they, they have the 13th pick and the 43rd, 43rd pick. 13th? This, yeah. So we, if we did get that pick, we'd have the 13th and the 15th. Gosh. And then we can possibly. CJ or Bryce might be sitting there twingling their thumbs on. I don't want them. Well, Bryce won't be there. But True. I, I mean, I don't think CJ will be there either. I think they're both going top five. Levi might be there. I don't want him. I don't want him. I'll take Jordan Love any day. Jordan Love, if you ask me. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I got Jordan Love. He's okay. Like I, I honestly think Jordan Love could, you know, could be a, could be the guy. So yeah, I'm looking forward to some Jordan Love action. I want to see him go through a whole season. Okay, I think he can actually be legit. He deserves it. He deserves it. But yeah, okay, we'll see. I've seen some some really good flashes from Jordan Love, and then when he played, when he came in against the Eagles, I was like, he could be good. He could be really good. Can the Jets do enough? He to just sign. has to do it consistently. But. Yeah. Can the Jets do enough to sign Aaron Rodgers? And yeah, I think that Hackett was a big piece of them. Mm-hmm. You know, wanting to get Aaron, mm-hmm. which you know, it, it's just something familiar for Aaron to go in. You know, to go mm-hmm. into. They mm-hmm. had success together. Mm-hmm. They have the talent, and it's just please make it happen. Mm. And you know, they're, you know, they're you know they're talking about it. Oh yeah, but obviously there's going to be offers from other places. And yeah, I think they're probably going to even maybe even co-sign with Aaron. Like, hey, we got some teams. Um, they're offering maybe similar conversation. Mm-hmm. Which one do you want to go to? Hmm. Mm. And uh, I don't care where he picks as long as it's somewhere that gives us some more. Some more picks. Some more picks. Interesting. Okay. Any player player switches or trades? Or I'm not like even that? really interested in the players. I mean. Anybody from the Jets sound enticing to you at all? Nobody that I think they'd actually be willing to give up. Who's on, who, who's on your mind? I mean, for Aaron, well, Aaron Rodgers, I'm giving up anybody. Well, I'd want Garrett Wilson. Um, and then mm. I'd also want uh, <clears throat> Quinn and Williams. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're mm, okay. And I don't think they're gonna give up their like cornerstone true. guys that they drafted. So true. 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 Well, we shall see. We shall see. Count c- c- count them days, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, because I cannot wait to see what happens. It's gonna be. But a, it's gonna be crazy if he decides to <laughs> to hang up the cleats, though. It's gonna be a blockbuster trade if that yes. happens. Yes, because I mean, think about it. It's uh, uh, Devontae went for a first and a second. Mm-hmm. He's gonna go for more than Devontae. Oh yeah. Um. Let's see yeah. who else. Uh, who else got traded? There's people that got traded that went for a lot. That uh, Aaron Rodgers is better than. So yeah, Russell went for. I don't remember what he went for, but he went for a lot. Yeah, but the thing is, Aaron is 39. He is, uh, yeah, so uh, Russell's younger, but Aaron, I would say, 
his worst season is probably equal to Russell's best. Mm. Probably similar to his best. Maybe. Maybe. But, you know, as a GM, you're sitting there like, well, the guy's 39, so I don't want to give you 14 first-round picks for this guy because I also need a, you know, a long-term backup, a backup plan. So what do I do? Keep Zach Wilson. And also, you got to convince this guy to come back every year after he loses in the playoffs. <laughs> so what are you going to do? <laughs> right? So you're sitting there like, well, you know, yeah, those jewels and diamonds hey, in the third and fourth rounds, but you, you gotta know, risk I can't it for give the you. Got to risk it for the biscuit. He's gonna want if if he's gonna have a say in where he wants to go. He's gonna want to go to a team that's fully developed or ready to go. Heck, the the, the Cowboys. I don't. Uh, I don't think they'll get rid of Dak. <laughs> no, but still, because I, mean, I mean, I feel like most teams would probably be shopping Dak around, but I think Jerry Jones is. Isn't gonna do that Yeah You're a cowboy for life boy <laughs> You got that star on your helmet forever boy That's what yeah, I was Same with say. McCarthy It's just like He's not gonna get rid of him True Oh yeah uh, McCarthy Kellen and Moore. Aaron Kellen Moore's out Yeah I heard Dan Quinn also declined uh, a, a couple head coaching yeah, he positions. he's gonna stay with Stay with Dallas I like it I think he, he was, he's been doing great things Over there with that defense um, But um, Yeah so I get like it Kellen Moore is gonna get a uh, head coaching job It looks like Probably That's the thing No, that, that brings up a question I hope that these Coordinators And assistant coaches Understand their Their limits Because there There are times where There's been Many A plethora of times Where these Coordinators Assistant head coaches Have became head coaches And just never worked out Because maybe you reached And you you did You tried to do too much And do what you really could do Well you could always go back I guess Yeah Which Which is fine I guess But You know Maybe I just don't understand Because I've never been in a position Where I've been given You know uh, uh, An opportunity to To be bigger than You know What I can ever be So I don't know It's weird I just like Kellen, I've never even heard him talk, or I don't know how good of a leader he is, but you know, sometimes he just be like, "Man, they're just throwing out these head coaching positions to anybody who's in the NFL." But I just mean maybe. Yeah, well, I know you you've mentioned it a lot to where it's like, "Oh, just stick with what you're good at." But I feel like once you get to a certain level and you have that drive, mm-hmm. it's just like there's not really a point to where you're like, "All right." Yeah, I'm just true. I guess sit comfortable here. It's always you. I feel like at that level, you always have a position of, or a feeling of just like, you know, there's more that I could be doing. True. Um, like you feel like you are, you know, yeah. I'm sure, he feels like he is a great offensive mind. So he's like, yeah, I can do this at the highest level of head, you know, right? Head coaching. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So and I mean, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes the situation's just bad, and sometimes the situation's just good, and sometimes you know. Yeah, there's a lot of factors that go into it. it. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe for me, I, I just if I ever made the NFL as a coach and I was really good at what I did, I probably would stay where I was, not go any further, just because I'm scared to fail or other. Yeah, well, so you see, that's probably why you're not. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, probably that's why true. You're, you're not a uh, coach in the NFL. <laughs> not necessarily scared to fail, but I don't ever want to have, I guess, a bad taste that I never could do something that well, I. For example, Nathaniel Hackett, really good offensive coordinator, head coach, didn't work, back offensive coordinator. You can always, yeah. go, you can always go back. I guess. Um, me, personally, if I was a really good offensive coordinator, I would go to head coach. That's just. That's what you would I'm, do? I'm always just, you know, got to get better. Got to get okay. better. Okay. There's just more. I mean, that's, that's you know, you go from dealing with maybe 20, 20, I mean, 11 to 22 players to up to whatever 52 players that you can have on the roster, you know. It's just. There's just way more to it as a head coach than there is as a maybe a, 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 a with a defensive coordinator or offensive coordinator, you know. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but that I, I mean that just comes with the with the positions and I, levels. And personally, I think my I would probably be best as like a position coach. Mm. So not even necessarily a offensive coordinator, but just like a receivers coach, a tight ends coach, a really? lineman coach. I just you get just like a, a small group of guys. I think that personally would be where I would be best. But mm. once I got there, I'd be like, I could coordinate. Man, and then you, once I could, once I coordinate, I'm like, I can head coach. Man, you teach more me more money. Yeah, I mean, you teach me how to coordinate. I, I think I'd be better off as a coordinator. I think 
I mean, I think everybody starts off as like a really good position coach, and then they move up to being coordinator, right? That yeah. just makes sense. I think right? that's probably where I'd like be happiest too. It's like, I, yeah, just because you get you get to kind of be with those just mm-hmm. you know, core group of guys, and you can kind of just mm-hmm. develop like a relationship with them. Yeah, and uh, you know, you get close to you know just your your group. Yeah, and then you know, as as opposed to just like I feel like as a coordinator, especially as a head coach, it's just like. They're all just like a group, you know. Instead of just having the small group of guys, it's just everyone. So yeah, it, it makes it a little bit harder to develop those kind of close relationships. Oh yeah, I feel like definitely. Unless you're Dan Campbell and you just yeah, you you're like that with everybody. But um, I never but, meant to ask. I, I always I always wanted to ask you this, but I never asked you. Who is a person that you would be like? You know what? I would love to spend just a month in the college, not college, but in the football season, just like either. Being an intern to or just like an assistant to. Now this is gonna seem biased, but Matt Lafleur just because he's really he's like always like <coughs> an even like okay. not too high, not too low kind of guy. Yeah, he seems like a really cool guy. Okay, um, and just like he he seems like he'll really take the time to like teach you stuff. Okay, um, and like actually be a mentor as opposed to, I feel like for example, um. Mike Tomlin, mm-hmm. he seems like a fiery guy, like a cool guy to to be around. But at the same time, I don't think he'll actually teach you anything. He was just going to mm. do what he does, and you're just going to have to sit in the corner and watch. Really? Okay. I was <laughs> dang. I was going to say Mike Tomlin for sure, because <laughs> uh, I, yeah, quite honestly, for the same reasons that you said about Lafleur, I was going to say he was going to sit there and mentor me <laughs> and give me books. And you really sh- think and so? Stuff. I, feel I, like, I think so. I feel like. F- for me, from what I see from Mike Tomlin, he's the kind of guy that's just like, all right, I'm going to do what I do. Just don't get in the way. Mm. I feel like that's kind of the type, the kind of guy he'll be like. You ask a question, he's going to be like, shut, shut <laughs> your ass up. He strikes me as somebody like you, you're going you're gonna to have to seek out like assistance compared to maybe LaFleur who would be like, come here, Griffin, let me, let me teach you something compared to Tom who's going to be like, what you want to learn Like You're gonna have to like Ask him questions And figure out like Figure it out for yourself Compared to You know Before to me I don't know but. Also I think Mike Tomlin's a Kind of guy that like Like LaFleur I haven't really Seen him Get like Super angry Like obviously mm-hmm. There's times like On the sideline Where he, Obviously if you're On the sideline Emotions gonna flare But Tomlin mm-hmm. seems like The kind of guy that Just like at any moment If you do something wrong He'll flip out on you Nah man He ain't like that what 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 really entices me is like at the end of the season, a lot of the players were like asked, "Oh, you know, um, you guys, you know, the season wasn't really so well, but like, what made you guys keep playing? What made you guys get over the five hundred, uh, you know, the plus five hundred, whatever thing?" Uh, they're like, "Oh, because our coach, you know, we played for our coach." Now, what really interests me is like, "Wow, so how do you get these grown man?" I think that's different because <coughs> I think as a player, he'd be great to play for. But as you just, think so, but like, think but what a, makes him want to play for this guy? Like, what makes him want to, you know, what I'm gonna go out and give out my all to this guy? I think he's just like a, a really uh, personable kind of guy that Maybe, yeah. is just real with, like, you know, real with him. Yeah. Um, but I think as a player, it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as a guy that he would just, you're just kind of uh, in the way. Yeah. I think that's when he would just be like, "You're what are you even here for?" True. But. Could be wrong, uh, but I think uh, if I'm a player, I would love to play for him. Yeah, but, we'll see. You know, we shall see. But, but yeah, Matt Lafleur would be a guy that I would love to to spend a month learning from. Yeah. Also, um, McVeigh seems like that same kind of high energy. Mm-hmm. Doesn't wouldn't yell at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. McVeigh sounds like he he's a yellow though. Defensively, who who's like a guy that you would love to? Oh, I, I well. I would want to. Um, I'd want to go with Mosala. Go Dan Campbell. Well, are you saying like current coordinator or just like a defensive guy? Defensive Mosala, guy, just defensive. Yeah, guy. I'll go Mosala. Really? Oh, yeah. he's not. Yeah, he's or Robert. Well, I I say Mo because the Liverpool player. Oh. Um, no, Robert Salah. I figured. I figured that's who, that's who you're talking about. I'll probably go Campbell. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. He's bald. Yeah. But so is Robert Salah. Campbell probably goes at like 4 o'clock around. Is that, is that a, a defensive thing? Bald guys? I think so. 
stressed out because all these wide receivers <laughs> and running backs. Here. Yeah, it might be it might be a, uh, a defensive thing. It should be bald, probably. But shifting over to draft news, this is going to be a topic that's going to become more and more mm-hmm. uh, spoken about or talked about as uh, this season kind of wraps up. Uh, the Bears, there are rumors that the Bears might stay at number one, and they could, and they might. They trade. could, they could stay, but should they stay? They're saying there are rumors that he they might trade Justin Fields at number one. They might trade him out because why not? Bryce Bryce Young is a generational quarterback. CJ also you could you could say he's a generational quarterback. And the reason why I say this is because if you look back at these two quarterbacks and let's say that you know Bryce is the first one to go. I didn't pick up. I I didn't use any stats from CJ here, but. Assuming that Bryce is the guy that everybody says he is and Fields is the guy that he was in college, this is kind of how their stats went in college. They both played around 34 games, and this is what they this is what the stats looked like. In the 34 games that they played, Bryce had 8,356 yards passing, 80 touchdowns, and 12, 12 picks. Compared to Fields here, 50, Field played 34 games just at, just as Bryce. Field had 5,374 yards passing. So it's like 3,000 less? Yep. 63 touchdowns like, and nine picks. Was that like 20 less touchdowns and picks, a little bit less picks? Yeah. How many pa- – Rushing? Well, no, but well, rushing, but also like pass attempts. Like Ooh. did, did – did, uh, That's a good question. Bryce throw just like way more? That is a good question, Griffin. Because if he threw like you know five hundred more attempts, then it's like okay, of course, right. But if they threw like through the same amount of attempts, then it's like uh, I don't know. Wow, you bring up a really good question. I think uh, they stick with Justin. I think he's gotten better each year that he's he's played. Um, I think he's shown some really good stuff. Uh, I think he has the potential to be a really really good quarterback. So. I think trading <sighs> trading Justin Fields could get a little messy. So, yeah, I would I mean personally if I'm the Bears, I stick I stick with Fields and and just trade that first pick cuz that way you trade that first overall pick, you can get a lot more compensation and then you can really revamp the team at that point. You Good get point. way more picks. True. And going back to you, to your question there, yeah, Bryce actually had like two hundred something more attempts to, yeah. to so <laughs> disregard my my stats. There there goes that. But anyways, there are, there is a rumor that the Bears might go out and, and trade uh, Justin, which um you get a lot of picks for, I guess. You still got the number one picks. So you go get a generational guy with a quarterback, I guess. You could double up on that. You could. I don't know. You could also double up on your first round pick, I guess. I would just stick with what I've been developing cuz it's he's not a, he's not a bust, he's not a scrub. He's like he's got some real, you know, potential and still a lot lot to grow. They, he doesn't have any body to throw to. That's true. I mean, just trade that number 1 pick, get 3 or 4 more picks. Mhm. Um, and then draft a rece- draft a receiver like in the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, draft some I don't know O line, some defense. Just revamp the the team with young talent. Get some free agent signings as well. And, and I mean, yeah. the weapons that they've they've given him is like nothing. True. They so went, the, they went and got Claypool, but we saw that didn't really help. No, not at all. Mapletron, my my. Sticky ass But anyways Rumor has it That the Texan, Texans Are Gonna make a move In the in the, in the draft uh, Being that they yeah, Obviously two. Yeah Number one, number two Probably gonna move up To number one So how much are they Gonna want to Are they willing to give up For that little For that little move Or whatever you want yeah, to consider Yeah so they're, they're ones to, to move one spot up For a guy If I'm Chicago I'm not gonna draft anyways Um, They're obviously Gonna give him that Second pick And then Yeah I mean, they'll probably give him a pretty low pick, um, like a late, a late round. So, so are we are we are we saying as we sit here that a team that's maybe uh, low at the lower end of the ten or the fifteen who is willing to give up maybe a little a little bit extra more? Oh, 
for sure. Than the Texans because they have a you know they they're more, they're probably gonna be like, hey, we can switch a rule and maybe give you a little pick compared to a team that yeah, you like know, if you're at like seven or something, and it's like okay, I'll give you seven, I'll give you my second round pick, I'll give you my fourth and a seventh, and it's like well, of course I'm gonna take that over the second and a seventh, mm-hmm. you know, the second pick and a seventh, and it's mm-hmm. just like you're gonna have to, and then I, I would call uh, call the Texans back and be like, hey man. We're gonna need more than uh, mm-hmm. more than what you offered, because mm-hmm. like obviously it'd be nice to just move down one spot and still get a lot, right? A lot from it, so right. And, and, that's, and then, like I said, just there's you still have everybody that you would want on the on the board. Yeah, pretty much. So interesting. Yeah, uh, I would just definitely keep Houston in the loop of like, hey, they offered me this, so yeah, uh, you're, you're gonna have that. Have to up it, or you're not going to get Bryce Young. Yeah, and then they're like, "Okay, we need Bryce Young. Give him every, whatever the fuck they want." If I'm the Texans, I'm comfortable where I am because I think you you can't go wrong with uh, with either Bryce or yeah. CJ. But it just depends on who they who they love. Yeah, like maybe they don't like Bryce, or maybe they don't like CJ. If yeah. they don't like CJ, then it's like we it, for them maybe it's Bryce or Bus. But maybe they're like, "Oh, actually, we love CJ." Mm-hmm. Then it's like, okay, you can love both. I'm gonna. Maybe. And then they're like, you know, I'm going to stick here. Somebody's going to trade up to one and draft Bryce. Mm-hmm. We'll stay right here and draft CJ. <sighs> There's going to be a lot. It's just, it's, it would have been so much easier if the Texans had the first pick. Yeah. But now it's just, it, they made it so complicated by yeah. winning that game. Because mock drafts are just not going to look right. Because you, 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 we would not know. Until like the the I guess uh, the time to pick uh, like who's gonna who's gonna you know who's gonna give up a lot or give up enough to get that first pick because yeah. the Bears I I I'll put money that they're probably not gonna stare at one because there's not a player there at one that they need or the position that they need that's worth a one you could say I don't think so yeah so but the the rumor is that you know the Texans might move up what they're gonna give up we don't know what that looks like we don't know but Demarco Ryan is expected to be the head coach for the Texans Denico Ryan's wow Denico not Demarco jeez <laughs> Denico Demarco <laughs> Denico Ryan's is expected to be the head coach for the Texans yeah, are you well, excited for him what do you think this gonna look like oh well. Go ahead. I wouldn't take that job. <laughs> I mean, as you, as you sit right now, you have uh, the young players that you have. The ones that I know, at least, is you know Stingley, and they were really good safety. I remember, I remember where they got him from. But he's nice as well. He's a rookie. Um, so you have maybe a couple building pieces, you could say. If, yeah. So I mean, me personally, the Texans is probably one of the last jobs I'd take. Wow. Why? I would take it if they offered me the job right as we speak, um, just because, you know, I'm not in the NFL. Right. But, uh, but no, if I was in the NFL in a good in a good position, I would not take that job. I just, like I've said, they're just kind of boring to look at and to watch. and That could all change after this draft. No, even when they had, uh, even when they were good and they had to show Watson. Yeah. It was just, I don't want to watch a Texans game when they had J.J. Watt to show I was like, I only watched it because it was like Thanksgiving, I believe. Yeah, they're just kind of boring. Yeah. Okay. I I understand that. Like I said, I don't like their uniforms and I don't like their logo. (laughs) They just need a whole revamp. They just need everything. Wow. They need to go to a new city and just revamp everything. You're really brutal. (laughs) Jeez. But okay, I understand it. I think I think this will be um I don't know what their cap space kind of looks like this year, but I think with obviously just like any other team with the proper pieces and if you go out there and spend the money, you're gonna get good players. So we shall see what he does and we shall see what happens in this in this uh in this draft here for the Texans. I think we could could we see a over five hundred team here, you know, before even can we speculate and we can we can we make a prediction here? Can we say there can be over five hundred this year? Who? The Texans? Oh no. No, not at all. Uh-uh. Even if they brought in brought in Bryce or no, CJ. I don't I think they're gonna need a lot more than that. Wow. I mean all right, we'll see. I, I think be that'll like, be a question that'll ask mean, throughout this this look, offseason. Look at the Jags. Wasn't Trevor Lawrence this you know, highest ranked prospect. Sure, in, of course he was. The history of ever, and then you put him on the Jaguars, and they're terrible. Yeah, and then they brought in some key players yeah, to they, help they him they out. Got, then they got a bunch of 
you know, so uh, uh, signings and stuff. But exactly. Just, so I, I'm going to keep asking you throughout this offseason, hey, as these Texans, which I hope that they keep making moves or that they do make moves throughout the, the offseason, hey, do you think the, you know, the Texans will be 500? And they should be making some big moves. It ain't going to happen. They should. But we shall see. We shall see. Uh, it was reported that Bennett, Stetson Bennett, was found and publicly intoxicated mm-hmm. in Dallas, Texas. And they arrested him. Yes. He was yelling something like, I'm over six foot. But that's not true because he is 5'8". And that's why he's not being drafted is what I heard. <laughs> but <laughs> how does that, I guess, does that, for a guy that it's not being projected, or a guy that's not projected as a high draft pick, does that affect him any more than what he is, where he's sitting at now? No, his, I think he'll be drafted like late. Like pretty, which, is, pretty which, late. which is crazy to me. But Fifth, I, six, I've done this before, seven. though. Yeah. I've done this before where I've had high hopes for a guy who had multiple championships and went to a great school but did not become a home, actually, a a name, a household household name. name. I don't understand what you see in him being an NFL quarterback. And by God, Molly, I'm going to stand by it and I'm going to (laughs) say he's going to be a household name next year. (laughs) Stetson Bennett is going to be a household name. Joe. At 5'8", 173, no. two-time Georgia champion, quarterback, best best quarterback from Georgia and a Heisman winner. I think he's going to be it's a It's not happening, Heisman. Joe. It's not happening. He's he's, just give him a chance. Just like he's Georgia AJ, gave him a chance. A.J. McCarron. Let him walk on. A.J. McCarron all over again. A.J. McCarron will be a household name. <laughs> you just watch. <laughs> it ain't happening. And name, name somebody that knows A.J. McCarron. Go to go to any casual fan. Ask them if they know AJ McCarron. Ask somebody at work. You ever heard of AJ McCarron? Who is he? Where is he at? Who did he play for? What college did he go to? That's true. <sighs> we shall see. Yeah, it ain't happening, Joe. Yeah. Actually, I still believe in it. Well, you sober up there, Stetson. <laughs> and you know that your number one fan is on your side until the day the day you stop playing and you stop flinging that thing. Stetson Bennett, come on the podcast and give your number one fan some hope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Top top three people we need on the podcast. Chad Ochocinco. Yes. Stetson Bennett. Yes. And who else? Ooh. Who's a talker? Someone who talks. I like it. I low key want to sit down with Taylor uh, Lewan. Yeah, Taylor Lewan. Yeah, I want to sit down with he him. He seems like a really cool guy. Mm-hmm. But he's got his own podcast, so I don't think. But who's been through a lot this in the NFL? That's like I'd love to hear. His oh, story. you know what? Uh, you know Junior Gallette's story. Mm-mm. Who's that? Junior. You never heard of Junior Gallette? He, he. So he. Uh, he was a really good. He's a pass rusher. Mm. He was really, really good. Uh, played for the Saints. I think that was kind of his highlight mm. spot was with the Saints. Um, but and then he, so he's suing the NFL right now for um, like blackballing him, pretty much. Mm. Interesting. And yeah, he because uh, they they were just trying to get him for like veteran minimum. Oh, okay. Um, I think, but like he ke- he kept getting like he'd be. You know, texting with coaches like he was texting with Sean McVay. Um, oh, he's suing right now, huh? He's trying to sue right now. Well, he's suing right now, but I think this was like last season, maybe, but or maybe before this season. And uh, he was texting with Sean McVay, and actually, when Joe Barry was, um, I think, also in LA, uh, and they're like, you know, they're all like, "Yeah, we're excited to get you, you know, get you on uh, the team." And then I guess just for whatever reason, the owners just like shut it down. Because they're just like, he's like, yeah, I'm just getting blackballed, which I feel like he is. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, we, Junior Gillette, he's got a story. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of anybody really that's like, but there are, there are people out there that I'm like, I would love to sit down and talk to you, but I just can't think of anybody right now off the uh, top of my head. You know who else I, I want to talk to? Uh, Hercules Mataafa, the, mm. uh, the D end that was, uh, at Washington State, drafted by the Vikings, mm. and played there for a while. I think he's out of the league currently. Mm. Um, but I just kind of want to know about his experience. <clears throat> yeah. You know, as a Washington State guy, uh, Hawaii native. Oh, wow. Heck yeah. That would be super cool. So I'll, I'll sit down with, with Najee probably, 
or Kayla Ringo. I just want to see something for somebody like who's been from Seattle and probably made it out or something too. But I just want to talk. Honestly, like you could talk to Joe Tryon. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's still he's still there, but we'll see what his his next contract is looking like. Yeah, if he gets one, you think? Well, because you know they've been talking mad crap about that pass rush they got in uh, Tampa. Yeah, so clearly he ain't cutting it. No, Barrett is the the one and only thing they got over there, quite honestly. But yeah, and Vita. Oh yeah, another another Washington guy. True, yeah. We shall see. Why do they got two Washington players over there? Because the top of defense, the Pac-12 usually runs like a 4-3. I mean, a 3-4. Got big bodies and, you know, big dogs at the at the front and heavy set guys who can stop the run because they got three rushers. Yeah, you really think about it, UW produces some pretty good players. Mm-hmm. Buddha. Uh, McDuff- uh, Trent McDuff- McDuffie. McDuffie. I think so. Uh, they, uh, Kevin King they, uh, was good for a Kevin little bit. Was good. Defensively, they do. Offensively, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. I've heard of. Offensively, John Ross was like the only player they had, and he didn't work out in the NFL. No, and I thought he was going to be a great fucking player. Um, yeah, what? Where's John Ross at? He's been on and off with a couple of teams. He was on the Giants last year. How do you run a? How do you break the record and just? You'll get play time. I don't get it either. I don't know. He was really good at UW. That's why, like, I'm like, I would love to sit down with a guy who's who's been through it all. Because what's that transition like? Like, what's it's got to be hard on you, I guess. Like, what? How come so many players just don't doesn't work out for them? Yeah, John Ross could be a guy we could talk to. Yeah, um, I'll reach out to him and see what he says. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. I'm, I'm now. I'm just kind of trying to think of like. <clears throat> Um, I, you know, we could talk to Minshew. He go to the Super Bowl. I'll probably let you talk to Minshew. <laughs> I don't know if I'll, I'll be able to conversate with him. Why? I don't know. Super feels like he just relates more to you. Oh, hey, what's that supposed to be? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but uh, he sounds like a up, like an upbeat guy who. Where's a button up that only has like three buttons really buttoned up and well already got his uh mohawk or whatever thing going. So What's that know. got to do with me? He just seems like more of your type of person. Okay, Joe. Yeah. Okay. That's all. Well, you ready to wrap it up, Joe? Yeah, I am. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh make sure to follow us on Instagram at Amarong Podcast. Same on TikTok. Uh go on YouTube, watch us there at Am I Wrong Sports Podcast. Like, subscribe. Comment, and we will see you guys next week for the Pro Bowl. Ooh. After that flag football game that we technically started the idea for. Yeah. If you really want to go back and watch the tapes. Yeah, but it's okay. We we did start that idea for the uh, flag football game and a couple of the other games. Uh, But we will go over all that skills competitions. Yep. uh, The games, and, uh, and then give you some insight on that Super Bowl that will be coming up that next week. Yeah, buddy. See you guys next week. Make sure you tune in.